Welcome to Innovations for Aging Well, presented by Thrive Center Kentucky and awg55.com. This monthly podcast is powered by CDW, a provider of technology products and services for healthcare, business, government, and education. This series highlights thought leaders and innovators in long-term care. Today's episode features Roberta Studerman, Director of Development for Nazareth Home. And she also has a guest with her, but before we get to her guest, Roberta is Director of Development at Nazareth Home and has a passion for elders and those with disabilities, which we're going to find out shortly. Her resume includes Director of Development at the Alzheimer's Association, Greater Kentucky, and Southern Indiana, where she was responsible for driving growth by organizing 12 chapter-wide walks to end Alzheimer's programs and the Longest Day campaign. You're also going to hear shortly from Sherry Rose, CEO and Executive Director of the Thrive Center, a nonprofit innovation center focused on wellness and aging. Please visit their website, thrivecenterky.org. And now for today's topic. Today's topic. Building products with technology accessibility in mind gives businesses access to larger markets. Simple technology that can transform someone's life, who we're going to hear from shortly. For example, the spending power of working age people with disabilities in the U.S. alone is $490 billion, according to VentureBeat. Additionally, employees with disabilities are more productive when they can access technology that allows them to excel. One of technology's most fundamental purposes is empowering people to do more. And that's why people in today's program, we're going to be speaking with someone with with disabilities, are often the ultimate early adopters. Those with disabilities are often the ultimate early adopters of technology. Those of us with more challenges to overcome in work and play have more to gain by using newly conceived tools or even helping to perfect them. So now we'll welcome Sherry Rose to the program. And uh, Sherry, are you there? I am. Hello, Dale, and uh, welcome to uh, Roberta and Donna. Uh, This month's podcast, uh, we're really excited about. Uh, In previous podcasts, we've really focused on innovators and organizations who have been adopters of that innovation. But on today's uh, podcast, we're really going to listen to a resident of Nazareth Home in how technology really has been transforming, life transforming. And that's always what we want to hear. Our mission is to transform quality of life and care for our aging adults. And so this is an exciting podcast for us. Uh, We welcome Nazareth as uh, we start to talk about a pilot that we implemented with Nazareth Home uh, and Facebook. Most of us think of Facebook as, oh, that's for the younger adults. Well, actually, a lot of our younger adults are using Instagram and our older adults are using Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook account and uh, as well as a lot of my friends, um, we have been working with the Facebook team and they have designed a portal that we thought was just could be life-changing. And so we implemented this pilot uh, with CDW and the Facebook team at Nazareth Home. So today we're going to hear from uh, Roberta and Donna on uh, what it's meant to them 
so I'll turn it back over to you, Dale. Thank you very much, Sherry. And this is going to be a different thrust today in our program. And I'm really excited not only to talk to uh, Roberta, but also to speak with Donna shortly. Um, Sherry, or I'm sorry, uh, Roberta first, as Sherry was mentioning, a pilot project. Can you describe a little bit about that? And then we're going to talk to Miss Donna about how she's actually using it. Welcome, Roberta. Sure, I'm happy to. Thank you. Um, when Sherry reached out to us in regards to this pilot program with Facebook, it was an idea of being able to connect our elders with their loved ones through using the Facebook Messenger app. Um, through Facebook Messenger, they are able to have face-to-face -face conversations with their loved ones anytime they choose to on their terms. This was a really exciting opportunity for us, especially after this last year of COVID where connecting with individuals was difficult. So we jumped on the opportunity and started talking to our elders to see who might be willing to jump into Facebook land and join us in this journey. Mm -hmm. Donna was the first person to eagerly say, absolutely, I want to try this. Really? Um, yes. She was incredibly excited about the idea of being able to connect with her loved ones in ways that she had not been able to do before. Mm -hmm. So we got her set up. We created a Facebook account for her and we helped her to identify a few of her close family members that we could send friend requests to. And then we got her set up. So often rolling, she was in connecting with her loved ones um, all over the country. Mm -hmm. And what was really incredible was realizing that not only were we connecting her with her family, we were connecting her with people that she had not engaged with in years. Mm -hmm. um, I had the opportunity to walk into her room one afternoon only to hear her say, I'm going to connect you with my second grade teacher. <laughs> and sure enough, there we were talking to her second grade teacher. So oh, wow. Donna has been the biggest advocate for the Facebook portals and has just really taken this to a new level for us. Well, everybody's leaning in, including us. We have to uh, we have to meet Miss Donna. Donna, how are you, dear? I'm good. How are you doing today? We are well. So you went on this amazing journey uh, with Facebook when Roberta first said, uh, "Who would be who would uh, like to do it?" You were first in line. What what motivated you to say, "I want to do this first, Roberta? Excuse me, uh, Donna. Well, I think uh, in the beginning, I said, I don't know anything about this, but I'm willing to learn. So um, that's how we got started. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's been in my room several times helping me with, you know, getting uh, everything connected and everything. Yeah. So, you know, and my, I think my biggest thing was that I have a nephew that lives in Virginia and uh, I had not connected with him in years and I was able to connect with him. He's my godchild and uh, that was that was my biggest thing that I was really excited about. Well, Donna, let me ask you this. So when your nephew heard from his aunt uh, what was the reaction by him and you? 
Well, I almost started crying to tell you the truth. Uh, and he, he always said I was the, the greatest grand uh, godmother. So that was pretty exciting. And I he had his girlfriend with him, so I got to meet her too. Well, that's awesome. Now, before we go back to uh, before we go back to Roberta, um, your second grade teacher. What how what what compelled you? Number one, to, I don't know if I could find my second grade teacher, right? And then number two, how did you find them? And then what was that conversation like, Donna? How did you how did you find them first? Well, we had been uh, communicating, but just here and there, not not. And especially this past year, we hadn't gotten to see each other. Mm-hmm. So the portal made it possible for us to connect that way. And now we're we're friends. You know, we're not just, she was my teacher. And I was her student, but not now. Now we're friends. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Uh, that's a great relationship. Um Roberta, in terms of the in terms of Donna embracing the technology, I, I want our listeners to be able to understand the challenges, the physical challenges that she had, and why this is such a uh, a, a game changer for her. Donna's condition requires that she be in a wheelchair. She has limited use of her hands. And so technology is difficult for her as far as holding her cell phone to try to have FaceTime calls. Um, It's not user-friendly for her at all. And so when we started looking at this technology and we realized that this was voice activated, so she could simply say, portal, call, and then it would. Um, That was really a game changer for her. That was a lifesaver for her. So when we started thinking about who could do it, we knew that she was going to be one of our first targets. Donna is somebody that doesn't let her disability limit her life. Mm -hmm. Pre-COVID, she was never here. She was at the (laughs) movies. She was out to dinner. And if TARC 3 could take her, she was going. Um, So for her, COVID was incredibly isolating and incredibly limiting. And this was a way for us to give her back just a little bit of her independence that Mm -hmm. she had lost through COVID. It was a way for her to be able to re-engage and reconnect in ways that she was just truly missing. And I will say that in the short period of time that I've been working with her on this, I can see a difference in her. I can see a difference in her smile. I can see a difference in her, in her personality. Um, She is very engaged and very active again. And I love that. And she just beams when she talks about the Facebook portal and what this has done for her life. Well, we're going to pick it up, pick up on the uh, Facebook, what that's done for her, Roberta. But for our listeners, uh, you are listening to Innovations for Aging Well, presented by Thrive Center Kentucky and AWG55.com. The monthly podcast is powered by CDW, a provider of technology products and services for healthcare, business, government, and education. 
This series highlights thought leaders and innovators in long-term care. Today's episode, you're listening to Roberta Studerman, Director of Development for Nazareth Home. And we also have our guest, Donna, from the from Naz Home. And we also, of course, have Sherry Rolls, CEO of Thrive Center, Kentucky. Um, Roberta, or uh, yeah, Roberta, let's let's do this. A moment ago, when you were talking about um, voice activated being good uh, or being an asset, I should say. Uh, yes. Are there any are there any privacy concerns? Because if it's voice activated, is that is that an issue, or how do you protect Donna in that situation? So, so far, it has not been an issue. There is an on and off button, so she has the capacity to be able to turn it off when she doesn't want to engage. We also have a cover for the camera, so she's able to shut the camera down when she doesn't want anyone to be able to view or doesn't want to have any issues. Um, but she hasn't had any issues whatsoever. She's been able to engage with this in ways that, honestly, I would never have dreamed when we started mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been able to use GoToMeeting. She's been able to use Zoom. She's part of her Sunday school class again, um, which has really been an amazing experience for her. The things that she has missed so much, um, she has really been able to take advantage of. And Mm -hmm. Facebook has done a really good job in making certain that that privacy component is there so that she doesn't have to worry about that. We were very intentional about looking for her Facebook friends. In Mm -hmm. fact, after we secured the first couple of close family members, we then suggested that it's best for people to actually send her friend requests mm-hmm. rather than us going looking mm-hmm. um, so that we don't make a mistake. And that has worked very well. Um, mm-hmm. she, has, she has been connecting with all kinds of people. And that has just been really, really remarkable to see. That's awesome. Building community, if you will, and not being isolated. That's Absolutely. tremendous. Absolutely. Absolutely. She uh, she called me one afternoon, one Saturday afternoon, actually. She had someone in her room with her who was there to visit. And he was asking, now, how do I get connected to her? And what do I do? And after I walked him through the steps, he was like, this is amazing. My wife loves her and we never get the opportunity to be here together. So now we can all be together. And that's what it's about. It's about building those relationships and building that community. That's excellent. That's excellent, Roberta. Sherry, in terms of this being a pilot project, uh, I guess it was walk us through that because it was an interplay between CDW and Facebook. Is that right? Can you kind of walk us through that tech piece of it or how this came about? Uh, yes, I will. So uh, we were actually contacted by CDW, as you know, they're uh, a big supporter of the uh, Thrive Center, and they work with the biggest tech companies across the U.S., uh, Google, Samsung, Facebook, you name it. And so when Facebook um, came to the table and said, hey, we developed uh, this portal, uh, it's integrated with Alexa, which is a voice assistant. And uh, the camera on it is just awesome, um, if you were able to see it. Uh, And we had talked about how do we uh, get it into the hands of our elder adults uh, to where they actually get to experience it. Uh, And so we selected Nazareth Home, and they have two campuses, uh, one uh, in the Highlands and the other one at Clifton. Mm-hmm. And so we worked with uh, Roberta. She was more of the 
person in the field uh, that was taking the portal. And uh, actually, the training isn't that difficult. Uh, but talking the residents into, hey, yes, it's technology, but this is this can change your life. And uh, so we have a lot of um, adults who come through here that fear voice assistance. And they fear those voice assistants because they think they're listening into their conversations. And I always say to them, you know, if you were disabled in any way, uh, maybe it's sight impairment or in the case of Donna, just, you know, the difficulty of even holding a tablet, uh, mm-hmm. you can feel different because that voice assistant integrated with uh, the Facebook portal could be your access to the outside world. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to, to test uh, the product uh, in uh, senior living and and look at Facebook as entering a market where we typically don't expect them to go. And so we're, we're excited that uh, we are now seeing uh, Facebook and Amazon and others that are really focused on uh, the senior living environment. Roberta, if I go back to uh, Donna, what has been the uh, uh, acceptance amongst your senior residents? So... That it's interesting. Donna was by far the most accepting of everyone in regards to the technology. Um, There were several of our elders that I spoke with that said, I don't, I don't want that Facebook thing, or (laughs) they just simply were not interested. I had one lady who actually told me, we're getting our activities back. I don't want to be that accessible to my family. Um, Really? <laughs> really made me giggle. Um, I couldn't believe we were having that conversation. But that was her reality. And so we certainly didn't push. What I realized was that the technology really was more in tune and aligned for those that were just a touch younger. Donna's mm-hmm. in her mid-70s. Okay. The elders I was talking to were uh, probably in their mid-80s to 90s. Mm-hmm. And that's where there was a difference. Mm-hmm. When I could find somebody in that mid-70s range, they were really quite interested. I actually just installed recently with another one of our elders at our Highlands campus who has daughters and sons who are out of the area. Mm-hmm. And she's roughly the same age as Donna, has similar conditions to Donna as far as mobility is concerned and use of her hands. And this has really been a game changer for her as well, because again, she's able to voice activate it. She's able to have conversations. She's now seeing her daughter every day. Wow. That's amazing. Her daughter's in Indianapolis. She's, you know, doesn't get down here as frequently as she would like to, especially with COVID. Mm-hmm. And now Bobby has the opportunity to engage with her regularly um, mm-hmm. and to not be limited to a small screen on her telephone that's cumbersome for her to manage. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's it's just been an amazing gift mm-hmm. to our elders. That's awesome. And Donna, let's talk a little bit about that gift. Uh, before, let's talk a little bit about your mindset. Um how were you feeling before you had access to the Facebook portal and then get share with us that eureka moment or what was like after you had access, how'd that change your life? Well, 
from the very beginning, you know, they were going to let me use it for like three months. And probably the second or third time that I met Roberta, I said, this could be a game changer for this little girl. Huh. What I actually said. And, uh, you know, she, I said, uh, she was going to talk to the people at what whoever gave it to us. And I said, I don't think that you can express to them exactly what this means to me. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, then you do it. I said, okay, I will. So I talked to them. So it was, and, and now I'm just, it's just made a huge difference in my life. Because my family does not live here, mm-hmm. except for a brother and a nephew, and it's just made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. A huge difference. I, I can't tell you how much. Well, this is amazing that you're sharing your story with us, uh, Donna. It's just, uh, it's, it's very, it's just incredible, uh, Roberta. Um, I think it's interesting, uh, uh, um, Roberta, when we were talking off camera. Um, I think you said something about her family says she can't do that. She, you said, really? She's doing it. She has family members who have told her that, you know, she shouldn't be using technology and that maybe she's, you know, this is too much for her. And I've got news for everybody. This is not too much for her. She is flourishing. Yeah. As soon as we convinced her that she could do this, as soon as we showed her how easy it was going to be to join into her Sunday school group, to connect with her family, she was all on it. And mm. her biggest worry and her biggest fear was, I don't want to get too attached to it because when they take it away from me at the end of the pilot, I, I just don't want to get too attached to it. And so my promise to her then was that they weren't going to take it away from her. If I had Mm -hmm. to buy it myself, she was going to keep that portal. She wasn't going to lose that. (laughs) And once she was confident that it was hers, she just took off with it. Um, We've we've worked with her on how to connect into GoToMeeting. We've worked with her on how to learn to go into Zoom. It's no different than you and I having to learn those technologies and Mm -hmm. those skill sets. She had never been exposed to this before. Once she learned it and she was comfortable with it, that's all it took. She Mm -hmm. had it. And she was able to take that and go. And Mm -hmm. it's just been such an amazing moment for her, an amazing opportunity for her. Um, While she is starting to get to engage more into the community again, which is also amazing, um, this isn't going to go away. Her family's not going to be closer. Her Mm -hmm. friends aren't going to be closer. Mm -hmm. COVID or not, this level of technology is life-changing and gives her the opportunity to engage in her world in such a deeper level than she has been previously. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, I mean, I just, I can't say enough about what this has done for her. Mm -hmm. It's not like an iPad where you have to sit there and hold it. It's not like a telephone where you have to sit there and hold it. 
It's on a base. It sits on her nightstand and she can engage it anytime she chooses to. That's amazing. Uh, and Roberta or, or Sherry, uh, have you guys shared your findings or this activity as a testimonial with Facebook? And if so, what was their response? We yeah. did. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Sherry, go ahead. No, no. Uh, as part of the pilot, that's the whole reason behind it uh, is all of these tech companies want the user feasibility testing to be done to know is it a value? Uh, how are they utilizing it? Uh, was it hard to adopt? Was it hard to train? And those are all the things that you want to test with technologies. And as Roberta would tell you, we gave them that feedback. And Roberta said, I'm going to, I can't do justice to it. I'm going to have Donna on the call. And uh, the Facebook team, I think they were overwhelmed when they heard from Donna and they heard the story. And they said, we are not going to take that away from her. Uh, Nazareth was good enough to do the pilot, and uh, they gave the product to Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And Nazareth, in turn, gave the product to Donna, because oh. that's that's where it needs to be, is with Donna. Um, they were overwhelmed. And what was fun was that we used the technology in that conversation to connect her. So while I sat in my office on my laptop, I had Portal call her on her portal. (laughs) And then we let her sit on her portal and talk to us as we had our Zoom call. Mm. Um, So they got to really see exactly how she was engaging. And it truly is remarkable. The sound is incredible. The the picture is incredible. the things that she is able to do are things that she truly never believed that she could do. Mm. And, oh, the music, she also loves the music. She does. (laughs) She has started using the music apps. They've got Pandora, iHeartRadio, several other music apps. So she's able to get the music that she likes whenever she wants it. Um, It's just a freedom Mm -hmm. that she didn't think that she could have. It's a freedom that she didn't think that she deserved. Wow. And that was absolutely not true Yeah, because she's remarkable. And it just took us building her confidence up and getting her to see you can do this. And now she can do it. That's amazing, especially since Facebook was not necessarily made with Donna in mind or with older adults in mind. It skews towards a younger audience, you know. So for you guys to open up that brand new world for them has to be very pleasing. Um, Go ahead, Sherry. Um, We did, uh, we had one of the portals that we loaned out to someone here in the community, 90 years old. And uh, I said, just give us some feedback on it. And she would give me feedback. She loved the music. Uh, she could have her play music. She thought that was very soothing. And so she would give us some suggestions. When she got back home, she was visiting her daughter in North Carolina. When she got back to Louisville, um, she called me and uh, she said, I'm using it in the back part of my home where I feel isolated. And she said, for me, it's a safety feature because if I was to fall, I could say, hey, portal, call my daughter. Mm -hmm. And it would automatically call her daughter. 
And so you don't think of the simple things like that, uh, no life alert button. Uh, it's just talking to the portal to call out for help. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, we're talking about a Facebook portal as part of technology that can uh, transform someone's life and make a major impact. Um, this is the topic for this edition of Innovations for Aging Well, presented by Thrive Central Kentucky and AWG55.com. The monthly podcast is powered by CDW, a provider of technology products and services for healthcare, business, government, and education. Um, Roberta, there was another application of a Facebook portal. You have a wonderful story about a Father Al. Can you share a little bit about that with us and a vowel renewal? I can. So Father Al actually used um, different technology. He didn't use the Facebook portal, but he did use another piece of technology that we have called the IN2L device. And through that device, he Are you was saying IN2L? IN2L, yes. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. He was able to... Um, renew do a vow renewal service for a couple that he had married previously 30 years ago when he was working as a parish pastor in New York. We received a letter from the daughter of this couple back in December who said, I'm in New York. My parents are in Florida. I know that Father Al lives there at the Nazareth home campus. And I would love nothing more than to get him to do a vow renewal ceremony for my parents and to surprise them. And so we quickly got to work on it. Our activities director is incredibly creative. And she said, we can absolutely do this. So again, we used Zoom and we were able to connect him in with this lovely couple who he had married previously again, 30 years ago, and their daughter who was in New York. And he did a vow renewal for them was able to bless their marriage again, and they were able to share such lovely stories of 30 years ago. All of this in the midst of COVID, all of this in the midst of a lockdown. So truly, technology took on a whole new meaning for us in this last year at Nazareth Home. It took on a whole new meaning for our elders and the way they were able to connect and engage And I think part of our learning from this is going to be that we should not stop this just because we're starting to reopen, just because life is coming back within the building from the outside. The technology pieces that we've embraced and the things that we've learned in this last year in regards to technology, we need to continue pushing forward because those types of moments need to continue into the future. Mm-hmm. We need to continue to have those family reunions across the across the globe. We need to continue sending our elders to baby showers in Chicago and weddings in Los Angeles. We need to make certain through the use of technology that our elders' lives are flourishing and that they have every opportunity to be active and engaged in their families. That's so good. And that's very encouraging as well. And that's part of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the Nazareth Home story, I do believe, which folks can get more information by going to nazhome.org because you just described the essence of your business model which I think anyone would want to support and be part of for a loved elder elder person. That's amazing. 
Absolutely. We, uh, we are early adopters of technology. We are aggressive adopters of technology. And we're so thankful to organizations like Facebook and the Thrive Center and CDW for their support of our elders and for helping us really think outside of the box and ways to make those connections even tighter. When we, Sherry, do you want to ping off of that? Anything to add to that? In terms of the connective, in terms of uh, being a, a aggressive early adopters. Well, and that's the whole focus of the Thrive Center is the physical center. Uh, there's the Thrive Alliance, and these are the organizations that want to be the early adopters. So it's easy for us to reach out to a Nazareth who they raise their hand and they say, we'll take on some risk to pilot and trial and be early adopters of these technologies. And uh, that's our Thrive Alliance members. Uh, They are the organizations across the U.S. And uh, that's what they do. And that's what the tech companies have to have. And if we're not taking on those pilots and giving good feedback to the uh, tech companies, then we're not going to see any change and we're not going to validate what they are in development doing. And so that's the uh, importance of the pilots. Uh, And, you know, if we're not transforming lives, then we haven't done our job either. And Mm -hmm. so that's what's extremely important to us and our mission at the Thrive Center. And for listeners who want more information about Thrive Center, it's absolutely an amazing story of what uh, Sherry Rose CEO has done, uh, please go to their website, which is thrivecenterky.org. As we go to our close, um, Donna, we we just heard that uh, somebody likes music uh, on this this, uh, Zoom call. It wasn't me. It wasn't Sherry. It's not Roberta. So it must be you. You like your songs. I love, I love oldies. Oldies but goodies. Like, do you have any yeah. in mind that you like particularly? I like the Four Seasons. <laughs> I like the Beach Boys. Ah. Uh, and you know, I get all those through the portal, so it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And you have awesome. to real, you have to realize that you can be having a terrible day here, mm. just with your condition or whatever's going on. But if you can put on some music, that can change people's mood pretty quickly. That's awesome. That's awesome, Don. Actually, research validates that point as well, the impact that music has on thought and on how we uh, how we interact with the world around us, how it can change our emotional state. Well, this has been an absolutely delightful uh, interview. Uh, any last thoughts, Roberta, from your side and Naz Holmes as we go to our close? Not really. Nothing more than, again, to express our gratitude for uh, Facebook, CDW, and the Thrive Center for continuing to bring us these opportunities that enhance our elders' lives and really bring that connectivity and engagement to life for them in such creative ways. That's amazing. That's awesome. Sherry, this has got to be a feather in your hat at Thrive Center. It's got to just be an amazing experience for you and your relationship with CDW. You know, the feather in our hat and what excites us is to hear the residents like Donna. 
uh, I can't tell you uh, how excited we are when we know we've transformed someone's life. I mean, that that is our mission. That's our vision. And as we see technologies every single day, we always keep that in mind. How will it touch uh, the life of that uh, elder adult uh, or that care, caregiver, care provider? Well, thank you to, 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 to each one of you uh, for participating today. We've heard uh, from uh, Roberta Studerman, Director of Development at Nazareth Home. And we've also heard from uh, Donna, a resident of the home, who's embraced this Facebook portal, which is absolutely amazing. And we've also had the pleasure of hearing from Sherry Rose, CEO of the Thrive Center in Kentucky. As we, uh, The one thing that comes to my mind from earlier, just if I can have one last thought, which is when Donna's family says she can't do that, it reminds me of the old adage that says, um, those who say it can't be done should get out of the way of those who are doing it. That's, that's how you push it. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And I think this is a perfect application. Donna, thank you so much for sharing your life and for being willing to join us. Uh, this has been a delightful conversation in part because of your participation. Well, thank you very much for having me. I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. Well, again, this is your host, Dale Josie. I'm proud and honored to host the ongoing series, Innovations for Aging Well. This is a monthly podcast presented by Thrive Center Kentucky and awg55.com. The monthly podcast is powered by CDW, a provider of technology products and services for healthcare, business, government, and education. This series will continue to highlight thought leaders and innovators in long-term care. If you have not listened to our previous episodes, you have an opportunity to do that by going by visiting thrivecenterky.org. You can listen to our past podcasts there in addition to other popular sites for podcasts including uh, Stitcher, Apple, Google, and et cetera. Again, this is your host, Dale Josie. So next time, we look forward to to you joining us on another edition of Innovations for Aging Well. Good day.